Hello and welcome to Inbound Agency Journey. I'm Andrew, a co-host of the show here. And you know, a big problem that inbound agencies face is staffing. How are we going to grow a team so that we can service our clients well? Well, one option on you, on the table when you're thinking about growing your team is using interns, and it's not for everybody. So today we brought on someone who has built a successful internship program just a few years ago. It was two students. This past year it was 17. That's a lot of students running around the office doing a lot of work. So I want to welcome Richie Knight from HW Creative to the podcast. He's going to dig into some awesome details about their inbound agency internship program, how they got into a university, and how they've increased demand over the years. Without further ado, here we go. Welcome to Inbound Agency Journey. This is the show where inbound agency leaders share the strategies, shortcomings, and successes they've experienced in their journey toward building their dream agency. Now, here are your hosts, Andrew and Gray. Hi, we're fired up today to have Richie Knight from HW Creative Marketing on the podcast. Richie, how are you doing today? Doing awesome, Andrew. Thanks, man. Awesome. It's exciting to have you here. Could you kick us off? Just give us a a view into your story. How did you get to be where you are here today? Yeah, well, we're, um, we're as you said, we're HW. We're five years old now. We just turned five back in August. And we've kind of had an interesting story. My partner, Nicole, and I got started um, just kind of doing some side projects for friends and uh, some nonprofits, doing some web video work, that um, kind of shifted into social media SEO at some point. And then before we knew it, we were kind of this full-blown agency that was doing a million things. Uh, and then about a year and a half ago, we kind of put the brakes on everything, reevaluated where we're at, and um, decided that inbound was really kind of what we wanted to focus our attention on. So for about a year and a half, we've really been focused on inbound and some strategic web design as well as some e-commerce projects. Nice. How has uh, how has your team kind of adapted through that transition there? Yeah, so it's been neat just kind of um, watching people come in and out of, of our lives and our team, and we've been real fortunate to work with a lot of uh, a lot of folks fresh out of school. Um, so we've definitely seen a lot of transition during that time, both just structurally as a company, but working with with team members as well. Um, so we we kind of get a ton of in and out kind of folks in our lives. Okay. Um, from like a, just like a repeatable process standpoint, how has kind of that flux then, how does that impact like the way you guys service? Has that had a big impact on any of that stuff? Um, I think so. I mean, yeah, we've, we've, uh, we've had some hiccups definitely along the way, but uh, finally really getting into to building some pretty clear processes to help remove one person and add another. Um, so I think mm-hmm. we've kind of worked through most of those to anticipate a lot of this. Uh, we recently just lost a team member um, kind of unexpectedly uh, to another another company. And it's it's nice to be able to have that person walk away and know exactly where they were at on everything so that we could easily mm-hmm. pull other folks in to, to pull that person's weight. Gotcha. That's really cool. From like an, an industry niche standpoint, do you guys have a specific type of a vertical you're going after, or a specific profile of client that you guys like to work with? We haven't really ever picked a vertical. Um, 
mainly just because we really enjoy working with so many different industries. I think, um, you know, in the five years we've been doing this, uh, I'll never forget probably one of our most interesting clients was a manufacturer that made parts for boilers. And we just kept scratching our heads thinking, how in the world are we ever going to make this sexy? Uh, That kind (laughs) of challenge has always really excited us and I think made us want to continue to come into work every day with a smile on. Um, So we we enjoy working with with several different businesses. I mean, typically, we really look at, at, um, you know, the support that the business has. We prefer to work with a company that has, you know, a marketing person or persons mostly because we've learned that we're, we don't want to be all things to all people. And, um, you know, having a team kind of next to us to work along our side, uh, we definitely thrive a lot more in that environment. That's awesome. I think it's healthy to just identify what are the atmospheres that we operate best in as an agency. So kudos to you guys for just identifying that profile, building that best fit prospect, and just using that to kind of guide what future engagements you take on in the future. I think that's awesome. Um, from like, you guys have a unique situation that you've got a pretty big internship program. And I know that like building teams is a major pain for folks in the agency space here. Can you just walk us through your internship program? How did you come up with this idea? How'd you get it to where it is? And what lessons have you learned, uh, having brought all these interns through, through your company and influencing your culture? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I actually get this a lot just because of the town I'm in. Uh, we're in a college town. We're in Athens, Georgia, where the University of Georgia is located, um, and we're really blessed to just have, you know, thirty thousand plus students around um, who are super bright and hungry for experience and, and learning more. We started probably about three and a half years ago with a very small internship program. We posted like, you know, one position to a job board at the university. And had a couple people apply, interviewed a couple, and chose to. And uh, I think with those could have been probably could have picked a better two um, to first start working with. Really worked through them and realizing, okay, we need to have some processes or something figured out before these kids start working, so that it's not an extra burden on us to sit around and and try to come up with work for them. But at the same time, I think we really wanted to f- figure out. How can we make this valuable? How can we provide an experience where they walk away with the knowledge and the know-how that they need for their resume, that they need for the future? Um, and, and what we really started to realize and what was disappointing was the lack of you know knowledge in digital marketing that they were getting exposed to in school. You know, at that time, you know, three four years ago, it was very antiquated still. You know, traditional marketing plans. Social media was just now starting to come in. And as a topic in the classes, analytics wasn't being covered or SEO. So we kind of took it upon ourselves after looking through some job applications with these two, you know, maybe we should start trying to give some of our knowledge, our know-how to them in some way. And so how we started doing that was just do did these weekly classes where we kind of came up with a presentation, my partner and I, and um, walked through with these students. Um, and so then... The funny thing is, is those two, then the next semester turned into four, and then from four to 10, 10 to 15, and here we are today with 17 interns this semester, um, and we had 150 apply. Um, and so it's become like this tribe of, of students. I think we've worked with close to 70 over the past couple years. Um, and the great thing about it is as those numbers have grown, 
so have the internal processes that we have to support that. And, and with that, of course, there's been a ton of challenges. Fortunately, we've kind of learned along the way and um, begin to put measures in place to prevent a lot of it. I think what we've found is the more structure that we can provide for this program, the better it runs and the better students we attract. Um, we have a 15-hour-a-week commitment minimum for any of our students that work with us, and that really helps kind of weed out a lot of the folks that are just looking for something to throw on their resume. Um, okay. The types of students we look for and that we, you know, one of the very first questions I ask when they come in the room is, what are you looking to get out of this? You know, I'm wanting someone who's hungry and wanting to walk away with a ton of experience because if that's the case, they're going to show up with the right attitude for me, and I feel like it's going to be of mutual benefit. Um, so having that kind of our commitment helps. We also broke, you know, when we brought on those first two interns. We just threw out this job posting that was called creative marketing intern, whatever that meant. You know, it was just a kind of a catch-all, okay, we'd love for you to come help us with whatever we're doing. And what we learned is, you know, students, you got to treat this just like a job as we would have a regular employee. So we created kind of like six to eight job roles and really spent a lot of time fleshing out those descriptions and kind of, you know, the organizational chart to who goes where and what employee interacts with these interns and what kind of work they work on. And so by having those roles out there, it kind of gave us a little bit more of a competitive edge against other internships because it wasn't just a paragraph on some job board. It was a, you know, full page description. So once we really got those together, then kind of got a little more official on other things. You know, we came in and created an offer letter that outlined things like dress code and how to act in the office, as well as you know, a little bit of an agreement that legal team put together with confidentiality statements and things like that. So the more official we treated this, you know, the better students we attracted and ultimately the better work we got out of it. Um, and so so we've, I think now we've finally, a couple years into this, kind of got it figured out. I, don't, I hope we don't have too many more than 17 because I just had them all over for dinner last night. And that was uh, wow. yeah, quite, the, quite the adventure cooking for that amount. <laughs> They're going to eat you out of house and home. That's crazy. Yeah. So what is the, you said you put more, more structure around it. Day to day, once you pick the intern you want on the team, what kind of work are they doing? What kind of like structure are you providing and how do you make like keep accountability through all that? Yeah. So we, um, we, we have a great orientation that we've put together that we kick off the beginning of the semester. It's about like two and a half hours. We go through, through all the software that we use and all internal processes. And then from there, we actually make them all go get inbound certified that next week. Um, through HubSpot so that we feel like everybody's on the same level once we get started doing that work. Um, we've got a couple different roles, some of them being like account management interns, social media, uh, content strategy, content editor, and all of those are just working on projects for a client or projects for us. Um, and so they're usually assigned to a client or to a couple clients depending on the type of work. Um, the content folks are, are creating blog posts helping us research, do interviews for content offers. Um, social media is helping you know, schedule posts and plan that out 
for clients. And the account management thing has been kind of new for us, but we found that they kind of help keep the rest of them organized and keep us on track with that. And having do inbound has really been a game changer for us in that setting these game plans up and having them just know what they're doing for the whole semester. I mean, there's some kids I realized the other day, I don't even think I've talked to you yet this semester because you know what you're doing. <laughs> you come in, you go to work, you submit it. You know, and if I'm not here when you're not here, I'm just totally forget about you. Um, so that's been kind of neat having a tool like that that works so far ahead for us. Um, and we've started to build up a pretty good bank of work. And, you know, and you, as you start to work with students, too, you figure out, okay, come Thanksgiving, you know, they're nowhere to be found for the whole couple days beforehand and when fall break hits and or if we have a big football weekend here. Um, so using Do Inbound to help plan around those things have, have really helped us. Awesome. That's cool to hear that. The I'm trying to wrap my mind around what you guys are doing. From a from like a client standpoint, do you guys do, are they interacting with clients? Are they talking to clients on a weekly basis, or is this an account manager meets with the client, and then comes back and kind of works through the ta- the list of tasks with the interns? Yeah, we still do all the direct communication with the clients. However, I try to get the interns in the conversation to at least listen or be a part of it in some way, because for the most part, that's the kind of exposure you don't get in school. I mean, you do plenty of writing, you do social media, you do all these other things. But at the end of the day, if you want to go work for an agency, and most of them, most of the students who are working, whether advertising or marketing students, who want to go to New York or Chicago or L.A. and work for this big agency in the first way in the door is to be an account manager, and they've got zero experience interacting with clients. So that's a lot of times what they're looking for. So we try to provide that opportunity when we can. You know, even if it's a bad meeting, you know, I've, and I'll never forget like two years ago sitting in this meeting just completely ripped apart from a client over a project. And I had two interns sitting next to me with this most panic look on their face. Oh my God. You know, it was a great learning experience. We left the room and I was like, you know what, guys, this happens. You know, we have to go through this kind of thing. And I feel like that just strengthens their abilities moving forward. That's really cool. That's real life right there. Yeah. Um, from a, can you, would you be able to share a recent client success that you guys have had? Something that you just kind of want to step up on, uh, step up on the soapbox a little bit and beat your chest about? Yeah. Yeah. We've, um, you know, kind of getting into this game plan uh, um, methods have been really successful for us. We've um, adapted that with uh, an accountant client of ours. It's been pretty successful in um, hosting some local events. He's been doing some trainings on some accounting software that he uses, and uh, our our content has definitely um, reaching audiences he's never been able to get in front of before. He's always scratched his head, like, how do I, I get people in the door? How do I get people to these things? And, um, you know, I think we finally have helped him do the right research for his personas to, to find problems and provide some solutions for um, so yeah, he's, okay. he's definitely been a good one for us. He, um, you know, we've, we've been producing a lot of content online, but really leveraging LinkedIn and Twitter a lot more than he had ever before, kind of connecting with user groups of this particular okay. software. Um, you know, he's just always been busy and doing the numbers and never had the opportunity to, to connect with customers. And he's really, you know, when you think of account, you think of this boring, you know, calculator pusher sitting in the sitting at the desk telling us how much we owe for our taxes and he's the kind of guy that's always been really innovative and just is constantly trying to think of ways to 
to do things better. And by us, you know, creating content on his behalf on, on teaching people that it's really helped bring his credibility way up. So there's, that's a success. How about on the other side of it? Have there been any experiences that you guys have gone through uh, that have been a struggle that you've learned from? Yeah, I think we finally decided that, uh, you know, doing hourly work is just no longer efficient for us. You know, we've got a couple local clients that we've been working with for almost the age of our agency, but um, we just can no longer support them because planning and predicting and um, maintaining that relationship has been so taxing on all of us um, that we just we can't uh, keep supporting it. Um, so we've we've slowly been trying to phase these people out and um, kind of get ourselves out from under the relationship. Um, I think I said it earlier, you know, I was talking with another agency recently that said, we want to partner with someone who's not all things to all people. And had you asked me two years ago, I said that was definitely us. And now we've, we've realized what we're good at, what we want to do, and everything we don't want to do. And so we've, um, we've tried to really start to limit ourselves on what we accept, which is hard in a town like ours um, because we're so small still. I mean, there's only 150,000 people in this town, you know, we're one of the few agencies that small businesses come knocking on every day. And it's, it's hard to turn people away, but it's just been a choice we've had to make. Almost just as importantly, I feel like to identifying what you want to do is identifying what you don't want to do. So it's almost like if we, if we're going to build that best fit persona prospect, we should also build the best fit or the, the ones that don't fit and have that same person up there. So if you hear those stories over and over again, you know, okay, no, this is not the person we want. So yeah, for sure to, to get, yeah, to get where you want to go, you got to block some people along the way. So congrats to you guys for making that shift. Cause I know that's not easy. Um, you mentioned earlier, like when you're onboarding your interns, you're bringing them through all the software that you use. And you mentioned Do Inbound as one of the one of the platforms that you guys use. Are there any other tools that you guys are using that are running the agency um, that folks listening might not know about right now or might be lesser known? Yeah, we've been married to Asana for quite some time. I mean, probably since it launched, we've really seen dramatic changes with it. Um, it has always run our business up until you know learning about doing about and getting connected with you guys. We still use it for a lot of our um, kind of non-traditional clients, the ones that are doing these one-off projects and and uh, things like that. We're, we're slowly trying to transition a lot of those things. But yeah, Sauna's been been big for us. We occasionally use Basecamp when we're communicating with clients on, on a project like a website or, or something like that. Um, but, but Asana's been that main one that we've used um, that's consistently over the past couple of years. How about personally now? It's just kind of shifting gears here. Do you have like a typical morning routine that you go through to prepare yourself for a new day to get ready to come in and kind of lead, lead the team forward? Yeah, I've, I've really learned getting here a good hour and a half before everybody is, is really helpful for me just from a mindset standpoint, try to get in and, take care of the real pressing things or at least try to plan out the day in that hour and a half before getting bugged by everyone and their mother. Um, and that's, I think that's definitely helped me a lot. And, uh, and then at, at night I've, I've had to just really turn things off. That's we've, you know, we were a small agency for so long that just worked until everything was done. And, uh, I think we finally 
we've been burnt out on that thought process. So really finding the right time to cut it off, enjoy some family time, let the brain rest and get up the next morning and, and get to it. I'm sure that's not easy, you know. I mean, I've gone through that as well. Like you you come home and you're still at work mentally. How has that journey been for you? Have there been any uh, any friction in that or is it just when you finally did it, you found the freedom that, well, the email's still going to be in there in the morning so I'm not, I don't need to worry about it right now? Yeah, I mean, as a business owner, it's always hard to shut it off. I don't think we ever do, you know, shut it completely off. Um, I try to just distract myself and, and block a lot of that out of my head. But, yeah, I, I do know it's going to be there in the morning unless it's something super crazy. And we've tried to get ourselves out of the business of needing to be on 24 hours, you know, like hosting websites and, manage, you know, maintaining support and things we've realized that are just, at the end of the day, not worth the, the time that it took. Um, those are some of the things we've tried to get out of. You know, we went through some nightmares this summer of managing our own server and it has just proven to us that it's no longer worth it even though it's nice to get a couple hundred extra bucks you know and and designing a site or something adding someone on to to that server it's not worth the headache of trying to manage it ourselves that's so true i know we at guava box gray and i have been there as well gray manages he managed historically the hosting server and I think this month we are switching our last folks off of that, who are just kind of riding it out there. So cheers to that. It's good to get out of that, uh, the business of needing to be on top of things so you're putting out fires and be more in a like a strategic position where things are a little bit less time sensitive. Um, hopefully people aren't calling you panicking that the website isn't loading or something like that in the middle of the night. Yeah, I think a big part of this shift for us is just identifying services that we're, you know, we want to work where we're experts in. And hosting websites was definitely not something we were an expert in. You know, when we had to go and hire somebody for 200 bucks an hour to help us fix something. We realized we were out of our league. And, you know, it's been that way with a lot of things for us. So now just drilling down to what are we good at and what can we do on our own without having to rely on outside help. So, Richie, as you look forward, where do you want to see the agency, say, in a year? How do you want to see things change and evolve as you continue to grow? Yeah, we're definitely enjoying getting to the you know monthly retainer model and getting out of a lot of the one-time projects and hourly rates. Um, so moving a lot of that you know to value-based is big for us, and wanting to see that out through the rest of the year or the next coming year. Also, just to, you know really perfecting this type of a client we want to attract and finding out who that is. You know, we're still fairly new at, at doing solely inbound stuff for folks. So figuring that client out to where it's an easy process, not only for sales, but just, you know, management all the way across to um, really produce great results. Because at the end of the day, that's what we want to do. Um, you know, we want to develop content and projects that add value to people's lives and work with clients, you know, that that's their mission and uh, we want to attract those right people. Do you have any advice for someone who is trying to start an internship program at their agency? Yeah, definitely. I think got two things and this is the same two things I, I tell most folks. If you don't have the time for it, you know, don't do it. There's, that's not the reason to go hire an intern because you don't have time for something um, because it's not just like a regular employee that you pass things off to you know you've got to remember you're needing to add as much value to that relationship as you're looking to get out of them 
Um, so if you don't have the time, it's not right. And the second thing is, you know, take the time at the beginning to plan and put all this stuff in place to prevent you from getting halfway into the semester, even halfway into a week with nothing for them to do or having to hand them busy work, you know, take the time to work them into your regular process and sit down and walk through with them on the things that they did right and the things that they did wrong. Because after going through that a couple times, I mean, you get really great students who want to stick around and for a while. And really what's built up ours so much is just the word of mouth from these students. We're pretty well known on campus now. When we go to events, you know, our lines are, you know, 50 people deep to talk to us because they've recognized, you know, that we run a good program. Really cool advice right there to take the time, give them structure, and also give them the time to give them actionable feedback. And I can just think as a college student, that would be so, so helpful to know that I'm going and I'm giving my time somewhere and you give a crap enough to actually give me something to do, give me something meaningful to do so I can go and I can learn and I can actually get something out of this experience. So that's really, really cool to hear that. And I hope that folks who are listening, if you're thinking about an internship program, you, uh, you adopt a similar model to that. Um, Richie, if folks are listening and they'd like to contact you for whatever reason, reach out and say, hi, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah, definitely feel free to email me. Um, it's Richie, R-I-C-H-I-E at hwproduction.com or I'm on Twitter at Richie Knight one. Um, happy to connect with anyone. We're actually working probably on an ebook sometime soon where we, uh, put together all these working pieces of our internship program. Happy to send that out to anybody who's interested. That is awesome. When you wrap that up, send it over to me and I'll put it on the show notes page of this interview because I know this is a pain that a lot of folks are feeling. So I appreciate you coming on to inbound agency journey, sharing your story, sharing what's working well for you guys. So thank you for the time, Richie. Thank you, Andrew. I'm a big fan of you guys and, and really happy to see everything that's happened so far. This episode of Inbound Agency Journey is brought to you by Let's Game Plan, the premium training product designed to help marketing agencies build better inbound marketing strategies for their clients. If you want to learn how to sell, build, and deliver an amazing inbound strategy for your clients using a pre-built and proven system, visit doinbound.com slash game plan. Again, that's doinbound, all one word, dot com forward slash game plan. Now, Back to the show. All right. Welcome back. This is Gray McKenzie joining Andrew to recap his conversation with Richie from HW. Andrew, what uh, what stuck out from that conversation with Richie? Good question. Uh, I like Richie a lot. He's a cool dude. He, I mean, as you can tell, he's a do inbound customer. So we've had a, a chance to work together a lot, hang out at inbound for a little bit. And what stuck out to me was just like how they manage a team that big of interns and I just picture like a chaotic environment of interns running around, not knowing what to do, most of them freaking out. Um, but obviously they must have it all under control because they've scaled up. It's not like they just went to 17 the first year, which I think is really, really good. They started at two and worked up as it improved. And they documented all the processes out. Um, I thought that was a really, really cool piece of insight there. And we've talked to Nate Riggs in the past who uses internships a lot and talking at colleges a lot as he like nurtures his team there. Um, I know that impact uses a lot of young talent and interns to kind of bolster their team. So I think it's a great tactic that some big agencies are utilizing well. And some of the, uh, the insight that Richie shared in terms of how it's impacted their processes. I thought that was really, really cool. 
Yeah, I'm with you. And obviously, takeaways, you have to have the entire intern staff over to your house for dinner, which yep. sounds which sound like a lot of fun. But yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think that to bring people into that position, an internship program is definitely, and he, he brought this out, just if you're trying to... Um, you know, if you're trying to be free and not have to, to build maybe more of a lifestyle business, you know, interns probably aren't, aren't the best way to go because there's definitely going to be a time investment. And with anything that, that we do in our agencies, you're investing something, you're either investing time or you're investing money. And usually there's, there's definitely components of both. Um, but you know, internships are going to be a form of less expensive, uh, human capital. But there's also going to be a lot of direction that you need to give. So bringing up just the importance of documenting things. And obviously when you start small, that gives you the ability to learn as you go and as you grow and continue to improve the systems from there. And so that, it was cool to hear him talk about um, some of the lessons that they've learned there. And I know that it's something that uh, that we've talked about, kicked around. And I think that in our situation, Andrew, um, both being graduates of the same of the same school, Grove City College, in Western PA, it's a place that we both go back and speak at um, pretty consistently, as in four different classes here in the last month or so. Um, so between going back for events and speaking, there's definitely a pipeline. Um, and so I think it's something that a lot of folks, if that's something where you don't have the, those kinds of connections right now, but you're looking to start an internship program, just asking if you can go speak in classes or at an event at a local college. Um, I think that, I think that that is something that's definitely appealing to most faculty members. And so there's a lot of ways to get in and start to get to know students and what the programs are like and what you can expect and what their backgrounds can look like. And I think that that, um, is kind of another, you know, another way that you can know a little bit more about what this is going to look like going into it. And then for folks who this has been helpful for us, Andrew, as we think about internships, and whether that's an area that we want to go down, to have folks who've put together these programs and know some people who we can uh, call and have a conversation and figure out, is this going to be, you know, what what have you learned going through this process? And so learning some of this stuff from other people's mistakes um, and successes is definitely helpful as well. Yeah. I like how Richie said that they don't, they don't take for granted the fact that these students are going to come in and know marketing just because they're college students, that there's actually a, a void and a gap there in the education system and that they need to fill that in so that as a part of the internship program, they're actually taking time to teach them inbound skills. They have them go through inbound certification from HubSpot, which is great, but they're also teaching them once a week, you know, here are more in-depth things that you need to be worried about that you need to know about. And I liked how his whole focus the whole time was not how do we squeeze as much work and as much value out of these people as possible for our agency, but how can we invest in this relationship and give these folks the real experience that they might not get in a classroom environment, the type of an experience that they can take and put on their resume and bring up in an interview to help them along the process there? I thought that spoke to his heart, spoke to sort of his mission around this, um, and that you can accomplish two things at the exact same time. You can help diversify the workload within your agency and bring on a lot of hands on deck to help out with the work while at the same time, like adding value to their lives and giving them a positive experience. And I think the fact that they had, what was it, 150 applications for 17 in internship spots, that, that says that they must be doing something right there. For sure. It was cool, too, to hear about how the game plan. So you, 
systems and processes, the number of times, if we counted up the number of times that we've said that or a guest has said that on this podcast, it would be incredibly high. But it sounds a little vague. You don't really know what it goes, what it, what it boils down to. And the game plan to hear about how that has impacted the process, it's not just one process or one system. It's a collection of things that come together and that lead kind of gives some more vision and purpose to what you're doing. So I think that just going from that, and I think, I guess just as a side note, Richie is a do inbound customer. HW uses the, the do inbound software right now. And there's been a balance uh, for us, Andrew, as we've invited people onto the show to not bring on folks um, to not just kind of have this be, Hey, this is the do inbound customer spotlight. And so we've had to be intentional about, picking folks at agencies. Um, I think, you know, if we, if we wanted to represent this as the do inbound customer spotlight, that would be a different story, but, but this is inbound agency journey. So I, I guess what I'm trying not to do is just be like, this isn't meant to be self-promotional, but that type of system to have in place, just, I guess the overall uh, purpose of that and what that accomplishes is you've got a series of, of processes wrapped together in a comprehensive system that gives that lends a little more direction to what you're doing and I think helps it make more sense for folks internally and for interns. I think that um, that's something that has been helpful as we've onboarded folks um, and for other folks as they brought on, you know, interns and part-time employees and things like that. So that was cool to hear some of his experience with that and how that has impacted kind of the, the workload planning and stuff like that. Yeah, just to stretch that far into the future and have kind of a comprehensive view of what content is being created, connecting strategy to deliverables, and both on the client-facing side of understanding where are we going and how are we getting there, and then kind of through that double mirror, on the backside of all of that is the operations. You've got to be able to support these deliverables that follow this strategy, and the game plan kind of bridges that gap between delighting the client and also maintaining operational sanity within your organization. So it was neat to hear that the game plans are actually helping these interns keep work on their plate, keep them busy, keep them moving forward <coughs> so that Richie can't Richie and the team can, can keep, you know, not spending their entire days looking over intern shoulders, helping them out as they go forward. Yep. Well, good stuff. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this up there. Andrews are coming to the close of season number three of Inbound Agency Journey. It's been a fun ride. We appreciate you for listening to this podcast, for the feedback that we've gotten. If you guys have any questions, uh, you can always get in touch with us. Shoot them our way. If there's anyone who you would suggest us bringing on to the podcast to interview, let us know that as well. Thank you for listening to Inbound Agency Journey. You can find the show's notes for today's episode at doinbound.com slash podcast. Again, that's doinbound, all one word, dot com forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to iTunes to subscribe or leave us a review of the show. Until next time, remember, life is a journey. Keep moving forward.